Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Jumpman! Yes! We're back! That's right. Uh, later on in today's podcast, we're going to talk about video games and <laughs> movies that are coming out soon. Wow, Eric. Or not even soon. Eric, whenever you mention the word video games, it usually Eventually. is the beginning of, uh, of like, you're like, video games are for chumps. See you later, video games. I like video games. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't play them as much, but I still like them. But it sounds like sounds like you have something to to start us off. Yes, yesterday something epic happened to me. Oh, I was over at uh, hanging out with some old friends of mine, watching college of basketball. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were all hungry, and we said, "What should we eat?" And they said, "Tacos." What? I said, uh, and I said, "All right, tacos." And uh. And the one, my one friend was like, I'm so hungry, man. I could eat like a ton of tacos. And my other friend was like, so could I. And I was like, well, you know, I, I could too. They're like, how many tacos do you think we could eat? And so it began. No. The taco eating contest. Ah, oh, that sounds horrible, man. As soon as basketball started, we started eating tacos. <laughs> so, well, well, wait, wait. Where, where did the tacos come from? Because that makes a major difference. No, we uh, the tacos were made by us, like oh, with home, home supplies. So yeah, it wasn't Taco Bell or anything. I was I was waiting for them. Like Taco Bell arrived, and five tacos in, we all had the poops. <laughs> oh, there was pooping, <laughs> but it didn't involve Taco Bell. So we started eating tacos, and everyone had different strategies. Like my other, my two friends jumped out to an early lead because they were eating tacos two at a time. Mm-hmm. And I was gonna be like the tortoise, and I was just gonna just <laughs> one taco at a time. <laughs> pace myself yes just keep going so we had we came up with a taco tally sheet yes that we taped next to the uh <laughs> fridge with our names on it so every time you finished taco there was like a marker with a string taped to it and you just had to put a slash mark next to your taco tally sheet my god so the tacos were plentiful and we kept eating them <laughs> my one friend jumped out to an early lead with nine tacos Okay. And then lapsed into a food coma on the couch. Uh. <laughs> and did not stir. My other friend came out quickly and did ten tacos. Damn. And then he said he had to go to the bathroom to take a shower, but <laughs> I think he I think, uh. I think he was just spraying that poop sounds, everywhere. I mean that's if he's if he's going to the bathroom after tacos to take a shower, it's because <laughs> it's coming out like a brown waterfall. Yes. And I just kept doing one at a time. Well, yup, yup, yup. We're gonna eat my tacos. But I slowly started catching up to their lead. So mm-hmm. they, they, so they panicked, and they started eating more tacos until they got to fifteen tacos each. And I was holding strong at eleven tacos. And at this point, one of my friends started getting meat sweats. <laughs> he was like, he's like, God damn, it's hot in here. We're oh, like, no. dude. It's not hot in here at all. It's like, ah, turn the heat down. And I was like, I think you have like a taco temperature. Oh. And then my other <laughs> friend just stopped talking for a while. Like he was moving his mouth, but words were not coming out. That sounds I, bad. So I kept eating tacos. Yup. Catching up one taco at a time. You got it. It sounds like they have like the taco fever or something. So slash marks in the taco tail. She just kept going and going and going. So finally. My one friend hit 20 tacos. Man. And he quit. He's like, I can't go any farther. No more. And so he collapsed onto the couch. But I kept going. My other friend also got the 20 tacos. 
he was able to talk it once more, but he wasn't as lively as earlier. <laughs> and then it happened. I passed them and ate 22 tacos. Wow, you are the taco supreme guy. This story does not hasn't ended yet, Chad. Oh, what? One point we had soft tacos and hard tacos, and the la- and we would preferred the hard tacos. And there was one shell left with split in half, so I took scotch tape and taped it together and <laughs> ate the taco <laughs> and the tape. Oh my god! <laughs> I ate the tape taco. <laughs> so we were just down to soft tacos. I got to twenty two tacos, and had a gallbladder attack. Oh no! Yes. What? Oh, I was like, oh fuck, uh, I don't know. Hospital, maybe, and like started spasming, and we we're like, like I showed them where on my chest it was, and we were, I was like, fuck that, we're pretty sure that's your gallbladder. Oh, I was no. like, twitching in anger. <laughs> so I was medically not cleared to continue eating in the contest, so I had to stop at twenty-two, and then my final friend rallied, oh. one taco at a time, <laughs> and then he said. You know what? We had we had six pounds of meat, and he's like, oh "I'm God. just gonna go until the meat is done." All the other ingredients <laughs> were gone. The lettuce was gone. The tomatoes was gone. The cheese was gone. The taco sauce was gone. But there was just a little bit of meat left. And when the last bit of meat was eaten, he topped out at twenty six tacos. My God! Combined with the four tacos that his wife ate and two tacos that a girlfriend ate, we combined to eat seventy five tacos. You know, there are, there are kids starving in Africa, Eric, that would love just, like, half a taco. Oh, too bad, kids, because they were delicious. <laughs> I ate, like, a year's supply of tacos. That's crazy, man. I, I haven't heard a story like that in a, since college. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about that, because I once drank 31 hugs. What's a... Oh, my God, a hug, like the, the keg the barrel thing that's like has, like, the chemical fruit drink inside? Yeah, you really shouldn't drink 31 of those. No. <laughs> So I you ate should, 22 tacos. You should, like, you should eat one of those. Yeah. Between the three of us, you know, we ate 69 tacos. <laughs> that is that is a lot of non-organic ground meat, man. It was pretty tough. I had some crazy fucked up dreams last night. <laughs> of, of eating <laughs> and, how many tacos? And one hell of a poop <laughs> this morning. Tacos, fight back. <laughs> so, uh, yeah tacos wow well i'm glad that the tacos did not kill you even though they tried it was fucking close man i was very concerned when i had a gallbladder attack it was not it didn't feel good wow well or, go, i go guess figure 22 been, tacos I, later i guess it could have been the scotch tape i ate on the one taco so <laughs> i figured maybe it's soluble but i mean if if anything the the scotch tape is you know it's just balancing out all the disgusting taco ingredients yeah and it was all meat all the time god no the, la- the last time i was in something like that eric uh, my my friends in college discovered that uh, that Erie, Pennsylvania has a restaurant called a Squa- uh, Quaker Steak and Lube. Oh yeah, they they exist everywhere. Those oh, are yeah. good. Yeah, but they had they had wing nights because they were close to uh, Buffalo, so they had wing night. I think it was on like Tuesdays or something, where you pay ten bucks and you eat all the wings you want. Yes. So we started. We we went down there, and I was like, all right, you know, we're it's a bunch of college age dudes. We had something called the eight plate challenge. Which yep. is you go you, yeah you go into uh, uh, your local I, China buffet and you eat eight plates of food. That's right. I may have introduced you to that challenge. It was it was awesome. <laughs> and my friend my friend John McCune had another thing. I think it was like the um, the dollar menu challenge or something like. Where like uh, there were so many fast food joints in our college town where he would 
his his friend and him jumped into a car and then went to every fast food joint and ordered their like Whopper equivalent. Nice. And but the rule was you had to pound the burger by the time you got to the next restaurant. I like it. So just like drive through after drive through and like nobody made it to the end because there was like McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, Tim Hortons, like everything. God bless America. I know. So <laughs> so anyway, the Quaker Steaker Quaker Steak and Lube. I got up to 30 wings. Nice. And I thought it was doing pretty good. But then, uh, you know, you could order whatever flavor you want. There's, like, flavors, like a whole mm-hmm. menu of flavors. And I yep. ordered these ranch wings, and just eating one ranch wing just disgusted me so much. I was just, I just tapped out. I couldn't eat anymore. But my friend Rory made it up to 75. Yes. And after 75 wings, you no longer want to eat chicken wings, like, ever again. And he couldn't, he, he first, he, he couldn't poop for a week. <laughs> and then when he did poop, it was just horrible. It was that. awful, like red meconium poop. The trick to eating a lot of food is to turn off your self-inhibitions and your self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> In that order, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm good. I mean, I haven't really eaten much today. Probably not going to eat tacos for a little bit. No. <laughs> and uh, I'll... You know, sometimes you just need to challenge yourself and see what you can do as a man. I feel and like- now I know. I can do 22 tacos before my body starts to shut down. See, I feel like you did, like, horde mode on tacos. Like, like you started eating tacos as a sport, and the tacos are like, finish him! You know, they're like, he can't take us all! Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, we weren't really hungry once we got into the teens, but we just kept going. And it was kind of, like, psychological looking at each other, like, trying to decide how best to intimidate your opponent. Oh, of course. Like, oh, I'm eating another one. What the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah, let's taco. So, uh, if if halfway, once you start talking about video games, if I stop responding to you, just call the doctor. <laughs> Man. Or maybe not. Maybe I need to call the taco truck and have him give you a meat injection. Ay, caramba! <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Eric. Yes. I've I've had this unscratchable itch for, like, the last month, let's say. Ever, mm. ever since my son was born and I stopped playing video games... Right. Uh, which happens. Happens to everybody. If, if you play video games the day after your son or daughter is born, uh, you need to think about your life uh, <laughs> seriously. Um, so I was like, screw it. All right, I'll, I'll take a break. And I didn't really feel like it anyway. But I just felt like, man, I'm just this unnatural, or maybe this totally natural urge to play something awesome. So I had a game like in my Xbox 360 collection specifically for this, it was like in case of emergency, break glass and play this game, mm-hmm. and that was uh, The Witcher Two. Yes, it's a sequel to sequel to this pretty cool the 3D action game where uh, they give you the tools right away, man. It's like swords and sorcery from the get go. You kind of start off uh, at level one, as in like you can uh, progress uh, up like a skill tree and like get more hardy, I guess, and uh, have like more spells and whatnot but uh-huh. but they kind of like did away with that a little bit they're like all right you're not level zero you're level let's say 30 right they give you all the spells right from the get-go you can like strengthen them off but like they just give you a ton of options and they give you two swords right off the bat and you're like bam mm, i respect that yeah and like they're like and the tutorial level is like here's how you use spells here's how you use two swords uh one of them is silver and it like frightens monsters and uh, here's how you throw your bombs slash darts and uh, upgrade your equipment, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And uh, mm-hmm. I was turned off at first because there there is a like an ingredient gathering portion to the game, but you can really ignore it. 
which is nice. nice. I thought I would do that. Yeah, it's like your your health. It's a three D action game, but your health regenerates, which I like. Oh, nice. Yeah, and you can get potions that speed up your health regeneration, but it's not like you're not like oh god, gotta get some more mandrake juice, you know, and like go follow around a moose until he poops so I can grind it into something to regenerate my health during a boss fight. Mm-hmm. Instead, you just like. You're just picking up crap as you go, like, all over the place. You're just, like, running through the forest to kill some monsters, and, like, he, like it'll automatically highlight next to you, like, pick this up. Okay, push the button. Yes, got it. Mm. You don't have to go any further than that. But, so, I had a, a great time. Um, I'm, I'm in, like, chapter one. It's a very cinematic game. It starts off, like, huge epic battles, betrayals, politics, interesting stories, hot babes boobs everywhere i noticed in the preview on youtube that there were some titties like right in the preview oh yeah man it's like when you first meet the main character he's waking up next to a smoking hot chick that he just banged you're like all right yeah yeah so it's kind of like you remember like red dead redemption the dude the dude is always talking about like no ma'am i won't sleep with no whores because uh i love my wife right in this one, he's just like, dude, I have the hottest piece of ass sorceress on my side, at my side all the time. So this kind of this like, well, you don't need to stick it into any like local prostitutes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like she's just like there. Gotcha. So it's cool. So um, we the, the game has transitioned so far. I'm in like the first leg from this awesome huge battle that you're going from like the beginning of the battle to all the way towards the end where you've conquered this uh this awesome kingdom kind of a deal and uh they take you from like that kind of linear progression to sticking you into a, like a hub town where there's a bunch of like side quests and monsters to hunt down and i don't know there hasn't been like a collect x many daffodils but there are like a couple of like uh side quests like okay kill this many ant lions oh nice yeah i would ex- do that yeah exactly like all right you, and once you start to kill a certain number of creatures the game tells you oh the, your main character has learned about them through observing them and killing them, and his understanding has increased. And if you want, you can go to the journal and read up on the monsters. So the more you kill them, like, the more you learn. That's, that's my preferred way of learning, is by killing. <laughs> I love to learn as I kill, and the more that I kill, the more I tend to learn. So I like to apply that. So I'm going to go kill some stuff now and get smarter. <laughs> well, it totally reminds me in a bit of this game called Prototype. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, so, like, it's GTA with, with crazy superpowers, yep. but you can you can push a button and, like, absorb people around you, like, eat them, like, mm. brutally eat them and absorb their memories. And if anybody has, like, a memory about you uh, and, your, and your past that you've forgotten for some reason, uh, you can view it. And sometimes you, and anytime you absorb anyone in that game, then you can turn into them. It's really oh, cool. Okay. So a lot of stealth options, but Witcher 2, pretty awesome so far. I mean, I'm not surprised. This game is, like, it is not new. <laughs> it came out at least last year, but, uh, you know, it was, it was everybody's favorite game of the year, and so far it's pretty it's pretty great, and I love a medieval game where, like, there's, like, boobs and magic and giant monsters and everybody's cursing up a storm. It's great. That does sound good. Mm. Nice. Hello! Yeah. That's awesome. No, I sent you a uh, a trailer recently. It was more like a tease. A teaser trailer, yeah. You know, because like these days you don't just have a trailer. Yeah, you've got like like one or two teasers. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
finally we saw a little bit of Riddick. Right. Yes. Riddick. <laughs> like we actually saw like some of the crazy animals in this new teaser that are going to be on his planet and Riddick's talking a little bit and you see him kind of flying through the air with like a knife. Right. I was excited. And there was like a and then he's like flying over a giant tidal wave on a, a motorcycle or something. Is that what happened? I don't know. But I like it. <laughs> Let's go, Riddick. I mean, yeah, this is the movie. This is a movie that they they had they shut down because they ran out of money. Yet mm-hmm. somehow they rallied and came back, and now it's it's gonna happen, man. It's gonna be released. Yeah, September early. You like know, September fourth or something. I mean, what what I read of the description uh, on the trailer page and what I saw, well, it looked like. It looked like they scrapped the direction they were, the, like the kind of like Conan direction they were going in the second movie, mm. in favor of kind of like going back to the original Pitch Black movie. Yeah, the yeah they're gonna do Pitch Black for most of the movie, and then at the end of this movie they're gonna go back to what they did in the second one, where he has oh, yeah. to go back to Furion and defeat like those forces and stuff and save his planet. So it's kind of like two movies for the price of one. Yeah, I'm thinking so. I hope that's I hope that's a good formula. I mean, you don't see many movies do that. Yeah, you know it's like, it's like well, if you're gonna give me Pitch Black, but then you're gonna give me Chronicles Two, couldn't you have just given me Chronicles Two? No, this is gonna be good. I'm looking forward to, to seeing me some Riddick. Um, I had an idea for a video game. Really, me too. Psh, mine's better. Well, let's hear yours first. All right, first, you take the old Commodore 64 golf game leaderboard. <laughs> oh my God. Remember playing leaderboard? No. Come on. No, I remember the name, but I don't remember anything about it. You don't remember? It was a four-player game. We'd all sit there, and, like, you got to pick the different golfers, and they had, like, different colored pants. (laughs) And then, uh, and, like, it was a fucking awesome golf game. Like, that's how I learned how to golf. Like, you could pick from all the clubs and all the irons. Mm -hmm. It would tell you the distance. It would tell you the wind. Like, you had to, like, hold down and push the button for the amount of power bar. Oh, yeah. And And then when you were putting... It would tell you like what kind of slope you're on. Like it wasn't an easy game at all. No. But that's what made it good. And there was a four player game, so it all take turns golfing. You know, whoever's the farthest away has the first shot and stuff like that. Like it was really good. And every once in a while you get pissed and she'd be right next to the hole and you would just take your like your three wood and just <laughs> fill up the power <laughs> bar and smash it all the to another fucking course. Yep. And there's so no now, and there's no there's no like quit button either. Yeah. Like if you if you screw if you screw yourself, you have to just keep going. Yeah, and and you're always farthest away, so you have the same, you have the next shot. Mm-hmm. I'll send you a link of Leaderboard to refresh your memory. But remember, we did play that for it. Would be like me, you, Dad, and we'd always have like one fourth person. I, you know, after you after you described it, I think I do remember that game. Yeah, there was like tough courses. Like it would like lay out the blueprints of the courses, like the the shapes first, and then fill in with like the grass, and then show you know like see if there's like water hazards and shit. Yeah, it's like it's like rescue on. Uh, Fractulous, where there's just like giant blobs of color everywhere, and you just have to discern like what the hell is that? Yeah, man, leaderboard right. golf is good. I'd play that tomorrow if I could. So, so tell me your tell me your 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 leaderboard esque game. It's a combo game. Mm. It's a golf fighting game. Oh, so here's what you do: after the end of the first hole of golf, you you know, let's say there's four players. Mm-hmm. You take the then as soon as everyone makes their putts, then you fight. But the guy who did the best in that hole, made it in the fewest amount of strokes, gets like the most power. And the second place guy gets a little bit less power. Third place guy gets less than the fourth place guy has has like only twenty five percent power. 
Mm. And then you have to fight. But, you know, based on how well you did in the golf is based on how much strength you have. So you could still win if you're fourth place. But you'd have to be really savvy with the fight moves. So wait, so... so that's And that's who really wins the hole. <laughs> so it's like if you finish the golf hole with only three strokes, and that's the fewest amount of strokes, you don't actually win the hole. You don't win the hole till you win the fight. But you mm. go into the fight with the most power because you did the best during the golf portion. Gotcha. I mean, I, I think it would be cool if, like, if you exerted yourself, like, nailing the ball super hard to try and get the... Um the ball in the hole quickly that would mean you would have like less power left over for the fighting portion no i'm just saying it's golf fight man mm. they just call it to golf fight golf fight well eric yeah. you you have described an actual video game nah, i mean come on an actual video game and a, a famously awesome video game that came out in 1990 it's called and i quote ninja golf really yes and and it, it was a game that nobody bought I want to say that nobody knew about until, you know, like the advent of like YouTube and like the internets, but then it just became this downloadable sensation. Uh, yeah. Ninja golf. It's, it's, it's not exactly as you describe, but it's basically like you golf, right. And then you have to run as a ninja from like the end of, uh, of the first hole to the start of the next one. And it becomes like, um, like a 2d side scroller, kind of a beat em up. Really? Yes. Oh, does sound cool? It is. It is pretty cool. Um, in theory, I mean, like you know, it does get repetitive, and you know, you do you do fight against like gophers and frogs and birds and stuff, which is a little lame. Mm-hmm. But the concept is sound, and they even it was such a, like a crazy obscure classic that the show uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force did a remake of it, starring uh, their characters. That's true. I did see that they released a golf video game. I just never played it. Yeah, it was called uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force Zombie Ninja Pro-Am. Okay, yeah, I always saw that, but I just never got around to acquiring it. So, Okay, so this would just be an update then. So it's not a totally original idea, but it'd be an update. I'll, I can claim half credit for this. Because, Absolutely. Because you just, you know, it's a foursome in the pairing of golf, and you all fight each other at the end of the round, decide who wins the hole. And then at the end of 18 holes, whoever won the most holes is the, uh, you know, the, the fighting champion. Yeah, I think that's that's way more in depth and way cooler of a concept than like just just going into like the like like a two D side scroller or like uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force was kind of I mean I I played a little bit of it. It was a PS two game. It wasn't that great. Yeah, you know? see this this like even if you suck at golf, you'd still have a chance during the fight session. You just you do one ahead. You'd only have half as many hit points, but you'd still have a chance. I like that. But but whoever did the best at golf should you know get the the best amount of health. So it kind of you know it's fair both ways. Yeah. So probably, so like it, it forces you to get good at the golf portion. So you can't just like shank it and be like oh well. Exactly. Yeah. So we'll call it golf fight. Golf it's gonna fight. Be, it's gonna be awesome. Cool. Well, props props to whoever designed to blue, props to Blue Sky Software. <laughs> okay. Yeah. For making Ninja Golf. Yeah. Let's go do a Kickstarter and get people to contribute money. So I can make golf fight, and I'll just take the money. Awesome. And not make it. Or maybe we'll have like a really talented fan who can write code, and they'll make it. We'll do. Well, speak- <laughs> well speaking of making games, you know, um, two, two podcasts ago, Eric, I was telling you I started looking at um, making some interactive fiction. Uh-huh. You know, because there is like, there, there are multiple IF creators for free on the internet. But mm-hmm. um, I sat down with them, and I, I just couldn't come up with like a good a good story you know and and uh 
I found like a great a great IF creator that could let you either like make like a Zork style adventure or you can make a choose your own adventure too quite easily but I, I just I was just staring at the computer thinking god is I just have nothing so um I spent the last week uh finishing up an old visual novel uh, mm-hmm. that I've been meaning to finish for a long time and a vi- and visual novel if you don't know it's like um it's it's like your traditional like Japanese dating sim if you want to think about that. It's like um it's like a, a window opens on your computer and it's a lot of like it's like a paper play. It's like where like you're you're reading usually from like a first person perspective. Um you know like character 2D characters will like pop up and say things and then you know disappear and then there'll be a lot of text that just that's describing what's happening. Okay. So I finally got a great idea for a visual novel. Nice. And it was all thanks to this game called uh, Katawa Shoujo. Mm. And I, I posted a link to this. It's, it's actually very famous on the internet. If you, if, as far as visual novel goes, I think it's like the most famous one. Because uh, <laughs> there's no easy way to say this. <laughs> because in the game, it's not like most visual novels, Eric. Usually it's like boy meets girl, boy seduces girl, boy bones girl, end screen. In this mm-hmm. one, you're a high school student at a school of only disabled girls. <laughs> okay. So instead of like the ener- if like the archetypes, like the energetic chick, the older mature chick, there's like the blind chick, the chick without arms, the, t- mm. the chick who got her legs shaved off in a car accident, the chick mm. who is half crispy. Oh. It was like at first I was like, ha ha ha, this is hilarious. But um I was instantly sucked in. I mean I'm a sucker for uh for visual novels, but it was so good. And um and it, it, it there is an option to skip the um skip the naughty bits if you so choose. No. <laughs> there will be no skipping. I know, I know, but it, it was really enthralling and it was like actually a long game. But uh no, it was really well written. Uh, you know, the characters were awesome, and I was really surprised. I thought it would just be this novelty thing that 4chan unearthed, like, dude, you could totally bone somebody who was blind. Um, but really, it was a lot more than that. I had a lot of fun. So I was very inspired by this novel, Eric, to make a okay. video game. Nice. Yes. But I think I'm going to follow through because I actually have a really good idea. But I'm not going to share it right now. That's cool. Because I think somebody on the internet would steal it. and Probably. No, they, no, they, no, they wouldn't. Definitely not. <laughs> no, but I just don't want to. Actually, I don't. I don't want to reveal my idea and then next week be like, you know, deflated about it, and people will be like, "Hey, what about that uh, thing you were doing?" Yeah, that's true. Yeah, definitely. Don't want to get those weird expectations. So, yeah, I hear you. Well, cool. I look forward to uh, you know when you make some progress. Yeah, we'll see. But the great thing is that there's so many resources online to make visual novels and also like um there's a big community of just people releasing like free art that you can use in it so i've i've just been like uh like five hours last night and a couple hours today i've just been like downloading as much free um like backgrounds and character art as i possibly can so i can do like the least amount of work on the art side Mm-hmm. because that's just like my weakness man it's my achilles heels like i'm i'm not an artist like I, I can write and to to a certain extent like hot glue things together but man i suck at drawing uh yeah me too as i said in a long jumpman podcast episode ago that you know my, my uh fourth grade art teacher shut me out of art club 
<laughs> and stunted me. And it wasn't until t- 20 years later that I forced her to make me an honorary member. <laughs> that was crazy, man. I'm sure she feared for her life. No, man, it was in school. Yeah, I didn't exactly. like go outside her house or anything. She was surrounded by staff members. You're like, you will sign this. <laughs> it's awesome. So now that I'm finally an art club member, you know, I'm trying to catch up, but I'm, you know, I've got a long way to go before I can realize my potential. So I'm right there with you. I'm not artistic. Cool. Um, we got a couple of thunder dumps. Dump me. All right. Well, let's see. One, you sent, uh, you posted on our Facebook page, um, Godzilla. Yeah, the new Godzilla. Yes. So, so what's going on there? I, like I saw it, but then I thought it was like an interview, so I skipped it. I'm, I assumed you watched it. Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was just like the it was a video of the director from Legendary Studios after they had they had done their first successful take. Mm-hmm. So it looked like they were in some kind of airport um, scene. That is all we know at this point. Is <laughs> like Godzilla somewhere? There's gonna be a fake airport. Uh, I like it. Maybe Godzilla. Has to go through the security line like everyone else. God, I hope not. Or it'll be like the Matthew Broderick disaster. Right. I, I'm, yeah. We all love Godzilla. We all hate the Matthew Broderick Godzilla. So it's just got to be better than that. I know. It's like it set the bar so low. Actually, you know, f- funny story about that. Like I was so pumped for the new Godzilla, like the new old, the new old Godzilla, Matthew mm-hmm. Broderick Godzilla, before it came out. They had like all of these crazy um, advertisements. In New York City, my high school band was uh, was was playing in New York City, so we all got shuttled out from Buffalo, you know, mm-hmm. like the eight-hour trip. And when we got out here, there was like these huge bu- building-sized, uh, like uh, ads that were like just like Godzilla's foot, and it and it would say like he's bigger than this building. And yeah. Like, Whoa, he's huge. Yeah, now picture his dick. Oh God. It's, it's even bigger. It's like a helicopter size. <laughs> da, 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 da. I really, but you know, I, I feel like when uh whenever when everyone in in society gets to see like a train wreck like that movie, we all learn something. And then uh, you know when the inevitable remake happens, and it is happening right now, hopefully we learned our lessons. Yeah, yeah. Stick with stick with. Godzilla and stuff and yeah, it'll be cool. I have faith in this one. I think I think people learn. When when stuff gets rebooted a second time, you usually figure it out. <laughs> no, exactly. And and Toho has stopped making regular Godzilla, so this is all we got. So I'm really yeah. hoping that I mean, you know, the last Godzilla movie was a great send off. Mm-hmm. You know, did you did you want did you see Final Wars? Nah. So not only they brought back every single Godzilla movie monster that ever was, nice and got and and they killed them all like one uh, one at a time. That's they, pretty sweet. Yeah, it was pretty great, and um, the direction was awesome. And and at one point, at one point, they brought the American Godzilla into the movie. Ah, that's funny. Yeah, the um, the 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 plot was this throwback about these aliens that come down and pretend to be our friends, but then are like, haha, we're just. We control all the monsters, and they mind-controlled all the monsters except for Godzilla, who has to destroy them one at a time. And so mm-hmm. they, they sent down American Godzilla to fight real Godzilla, and Godzilla just destroys him, like, <laughs> wrecks him. And they and they give some kind of line about, like, oh, I should have never trusted that tuna-eating monster. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. They totally Suck ruined it. a new one. And Hank Azaria was a shitty cameraman, too. <laughs> <laughs> Stick to the Simpsons. Yeah. 
And, and P. Diddy never should have done the song for the soundtrack. No, I mean, it was a cool idea, but really. Yeah. Yes, with Jimmy Page. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of the verses were just like, oh, yeah. uh, come, come with me, did it, did it. <laughs> I mean, prop, props for him. I mean, like, that's what you want to do is be in the middle of a huge, you know, like Hollywood frenzy. But at the same time, yeah. when that when it all falls apart, it, it's I mean, actually, you know, I, I thought the best part of the movie was the whole like Siskel and Ebert mayor uh yeah. thing they had going on that was kind of funny yeah no I, it wasn't totally bad like when they're actually stuck inside madison square garden and all the godzilla hatchlings come out like that's actually a little bit of like early jurassic park terror like yeah. just a little bit there when they're chasing them around so godzilla wasn't that cool but godzilla's babies were were semi cool yeah but it's, it's just too bad in between like the first five minutes of the movie and the last five minutes there's a whole lot of suck yeah they're like uh, Bring in our resident worm scientist, <laughs> no. Matthew so Broderick dumb. from Russia. He's in Russia somewhere studying worms. That's who we need to save the day. Oh, God. Like, uh, okay. What was, mm. what was super lame was just like uh, the failed Chronicles of Riddick franchise, they had a cartoon tie-in that, that like, I, did, I hated the animation for it, Eric. It just looks, everybody looks so ugly. Mm. I just couldn't, I just couldn't stand watching it. You know, but I mean, it was cooler than the movie because, you know, every half hour they had like a classic Godzilla monster and they had a ton of action. So what's going to be better, the Godzilla remake or the Ninja Turtle remake? Because Ninja Turtle just had their first kind of set reveal. Mm -hmm. They're supposed to be taping in the Adirondack Mountains in New York at a ski lodge. (laughs) You know, as far from a sewer as possible. That's great. No, I Anyways, mean that's just one location. Who the hell knows what it's gonna be used I for? I don't. I, I mean, honestly, I don't care about the new turtles. I'll, I mean, I I do care about Godzilla because it's been a while since I've seen anything Godzilla, and I'm glad that I'm glad that Legendary's taking it on. I mean, if anybody can do it justice, it's the dudes who make kick-ass action movies. Yeah, that's true. All right, I think the last thing we should talk about about is our wrap up of Young Justice. That way, if you haven't. Oh. Watch Young Justice, the final episodes. Yeah, you can just turn off the podcast now. This is the last thing I'm going to talk about is Young Justice because we've both now seen the final episode. Yes. So, so well, right. that was enough of a pause to let them turn off the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the last thing you want to do Let's is talk, like, all right. motherfucker. Is like, all right, all right. So stop <laughs> listening, right? And then never come back. <laughs> no, well, really. So, no, this just you know now they're not going to miss anything except us spoiling young justice yeah so spoiler alert so yeah you saw the last episode you know they finally defeat i mean i love the last episode they, they they defeated the reach they they beat up on the light they finally black beetle was like the awesome villain of the season and they finally destroyed him oh yeah i mean he was he was a tank but he also had brains too you know that's yeah. that's like the market like a classic villain where he's just like where he's like <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even attempt the Black Beetle voice. He's like, I could beat all of it. No, I go straight to Dr. Claw. But he'd be like, yeah, I could whoop ass on all of you guys, but all I have to do is this. It was cool. Like, not only did he have the best badass voice, but I like that he kept referring to the heroes as meat. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Like, humans were just meat to him. So I love that he just kept calling them. He's like, stupid meat. Well, that was like, but then like Red Volcano comes back and he starts calling them everybody meat bags and i was like that's even better yeah that's pretty cool meat bag <laughs> oh yeah so 
So the last episode, I think the one controversial thing they did, which really tied the series together, I thought it was a great bold move, was they killed Kid Flash. Yes, and I think someone pointed out online, every time there's some kind of major crisis in the DC universe, a Flash dies. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they killed Kid Flash. He was in like semi-retirement this episode, you know, this season, and he was so concerned that Artemis was coming back into the fold, and he was worried about her safety, and then he died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I thought that was a great way to do it. You know, it's because like our, we were so concerned with Artemis the whole time, and she she had talked so many times about how she felt so guilty. You know, like that. You know, she came she came back, and then like immediately got roped into something that was just you know she was in way over her head, and mm-hmm. she was really looking forward to retirement. And that's just like the life of um of a superhero in that universe is that you can get destroyed at any time. I mean, it was a pretty good send-off. Like, they made out earlier, and they, they talked about having six, and then he died. And then he was like, oh, man. Ar- he, he went out in a blaze of glory. His last line was, oh, man, Artemis is going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, bam, he's dead. You know, he sacrificed himself for the good. Impulse took over and became the new Kid Flash. So, I mean, I was sad because he was my favorite character in season one. But, you know, at the same time... It just showed the, you know, the severity of the situation. You know, heroes do die sometimes. And what I thought was great was that, like, here's this character who's been sidelined. You know, he's um, he comes out of semi-retirement, but instantly people are like, yo, he's not as good as regular Flash and Impulse. You know, yeah. and he's actually he's actually half their speed, to, so much so that he's becoming a target. You know, mm-hmm. so it kind of shows that, like, if you can't really hack it as a superhero, your life is in danger. Right, yeah. I mean, he was good, but, you know, when you don't do it for five years, you get out of shape. No, oh, exactly. And, so. and it, it was kind of funny, you know, the, like, uh, Impulse's... Uh, I really grew to like Impulse throughout the series, you know? He started out, like, with his mysterious past. He's kind of like this dopey kid. But, you know, by the end, you know, we've seen, like, a bunch of, like, POV shots of him, like, running where everything looks like it's in slow motion where his power is activated. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, no, he was definitely fun. And uh, I have to, I would have to think, like, at the very end of this episode, they've kind of shown you what the team is going to look like going forward. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nightwing takes a leave of absence. And I would have to say, if, if there was a season three, it would be Nightwing using his detective skills from Batman to kind of really investigate if Kid Flash was 100% dead. Because most time when a Flash dies, he just gets sucked into the speed force. So I'd have to think, like, season three... Nightwing would be trying to find a way to see if he couldn't bring Kid Flash back. I don't know. It sounded like he was like, F it, guys. I'm going to Acapulco. I'll see you in a couple of years. Yeah, he's like, oh, <laughs> I need a vacation. Yeah, he's like, oh, Aqualad, you're back from being deep, undercover, stressed out all the time. You took down these major dudes. Well, uh, uh, we'll just put you in charge. See you later. Yeah, he just had to beat down your father. But, you know, go ahead. Get yeah, he's like, he's like, wow, you really deserve a vacation, but I'm going to take it instead. Yeah, I called it first. Boom, baby. I mean, Priority. that was, I mean, it was kind of interesting because in season one, the whole season, Aqualad was telling Robin, you are the chosen one. You're going to lead this team, blah, blah, blah. And Robin was like, eh, I don't know if I'm ready. And then in season two, he's been, he's been team leader for so long that like he's denied the Justice League, um, like attempts to, to uh, to take him off the team until mm-hmm. until Aqualad is ready to come back. So it was an interesting yep. dynamic. And of course, season uh, the season two ended at the perfect, not a cliffhanger, but the perfect way to get you pumped for a season three that never happened. 
was that the leader of the light, um, shit, what was his name? Oh, Vandal Savage. Vandal Savage flies Warworld over to meet with Apocalypse and Darkseid. Yes. You, you see him land on Apocalypse, you're like, fuck yeah. And then you see Darkseid, you're like, yes, Darkseid. <laughs> and you can see that the newscaster, G. Gordon Godfrey, that was always bitching about the Justice League is actually in league with the light because he shows up on Apocalypse too. Dude, I love that. I was waiting for that the whole time. I was like, I was waiting for him to, actually, I was waiting for him to be like a Reach agent the whole mm. se- season. But then when he showed up in Apocalypse's world, I was like, yes, even better. Oh man, I mean, just that glimpse that Dark Side would be heavily involved the next season. You're like, yes, no, it's done. <laughs> you know, you no. just gotta. Hey, all you Veronica Mars nerds, can we kickstart some Young Justice, please? (laughs) And I liked Veronica Mars, but can we throw in some cash to keep Young Justice going? If you can do, God, I don't even know what Veronica Mars is in now. They asked for two million. They got at least four. Jeez. If they can do that, can we please beg your parents for some allowance money and get (laughs) Young Justice on the air again? I know, man. What a I need to see how Dark Side shows up, man. I, I really enjoyed that the climax of the of the series really was not the last episode. It was the second to last episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like I said, it's something that HBO does it well, all their series usually, too. Good. Which is always good. So it gives you time to then have another episode and resolve a lot of shit. And, I mean, and it was great, you know, Hero's Journey arc, you know, where, like, you're the climax and then you do, like, the um, the falling action afterwards. So it's not like wildcats where you pack in like five episodes into like one last episode you're like yeah. oh crap they're canceling us oh throw everything in blah, 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 blah. yeah i like it didn't feel like a rush to finish everything also it's good man i mean seriously young justice obviously if you're listening to this part of it you probably saw it too or don't care but <laughs> regardless <laughs> like you need to watch the series and like i said i think it's like september or october sometime this fall the video game's coming out and i guess i will be buying it just so i can continue this uh, story cool and uh, you know i thought it was great also that season two was not like season one like again you know like like uh honestly i expected season two to have like all the heavy hitters from season one as stars but it really wasn't at all like yeah it was you know kind of bold risky storylines and really took it in a different direction it was cool no it was great and i feel like all right you know dc your movies have sucked thus far but Man, your your animated series kind of like reflects how awesome Marvel's movies have been. Well, I mean, minus the Batman movies because those are well, pretty decent. Well, yes, I, I feel like that's like the exception to the rule. You yeah. know, like without Christopher Nolan, you know, those movies would have sucked. Yeah, but but like I feel like the same. I expect the same thing for Avengers two that I saw in this season because it was mm-hmm. like it was like okay, Avengers one. It was awesome. You had the, these all these dudes team up, and you're really rooting them on. Second Avengers, they're going to have to change it up. It has to be like Young Justice Season 2, where they're like, okay, that was great, but we don't need Iron Man anymore. You know, or we don't mm. need Captain America to have the Avengers. You know, let's just put in somebody new and uh, see where their stories take us. Because, like, all right, we've, we've, we've seen the Captain America story. Great. All right, we've been with Tony Stark for, like, four-ish movies. All right, time to move on. Well, if we're going to get rid of some of the Avengers, I nominate Black Widow. <laughs> but she's the... I feel like her and Hawkeye could be like, they need to be on the Avengers. They don't get their own movies. 
No, yeah, Hawkeye needs to stay, but I'm just saying, like, Black Widow was the least interesting. She had an interesting moment in the beginning when the Russians were beating her up, interrogating her, but she was really in control the whole time. That was awesome. And then after that, she sucked. I mean, I thought it was great that she used her... I mean, like, out of all of them, she seemed like the, <laughs> the smartest. She was the most yeah. well-together, and she was just like... Oh, you think you're going to take some shit out of me? Well, I was bluffing the whole time. Oh, that's true. You know, I have to give her more credit because then she she bluffed Loki, too. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll give her that. Okay. I retract my statements. And she was around all these crazy superheroes and lived. Like, she didn't get, like, destroyed by the Hulk, which almost happened. Yeah, that's true. And she did look actually scared of him. So, yeah, okay. Uh, you're right. I retract what I said about Black yeah. Widow. I think she can I, stay. I, I think you need non-humans, like just like regular dudes around mm-hmm. to show how awesome the superheroes are. That's true. Like, yeah, it's like when a sideline reporter interviews an NBA player, and it's only then that you realize he's like eight feet taller. Yeah. When you see them all on the court, like you know, you you don't you lose perspective how tall they are until you see them around a normal height <laughs> person, and you're like, holy fucking shit. Yeah, exactly. When 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 uh when Black Widow, anytime that she was in a scene with the Hulk, I was like, he's gonna eat her, you yeah. know, and pick his pick his teeth with her bones. Mm-hmm. So anyway, hey. I'm I'm but I'm I'm open to like a change up, and I, I'm I'm tired of Captain America. He was great, but please, I mean, it, unless he's like team leader, and that's totally cool, that's fine. But like, let's switch out Tony Stark for somebody else. Yeah, that's fine. Let's bring cool. in. Let's bring in. All right, let's bring in Spider Woman. Who's your favorite Avenger? By by the way, Eric, outside of the the main team that we saw in the movie. Favorite Avenger outside of the those guys. Uh fuck. Uh, Mockingbird. Mock really? Hawkeye's uh, main chick. Yeah, and she was uh, like a Shield agent. She doesn't have powers either. Okay. So. All right, so we could see we could see uh, so switch out Black Widow for Mockingbird, right? There you go. There you go. I want to see Spider Woman. I want to see the She Hulk in there. Why not? I mean, mm-hmm. the new the new Avengers. There were a couple cool guys too, like that guy. Um, who's his name? Like Elixir, the guy who was like half black and half gold all the time. He had like these crazy like healing powers, but also kill you powers that he wasn't totally in control of. I think they're gonna add Falcon. Falcon, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think they're going to add him because I think he's going to show up in uh, maybe Captain America's movie or something. Like He'll be introduced in one of the next ones, so I think yeah. Falcon's going to be in it. Cool. Who is it? The um, the the guy who's like made of rocks, who's really like a psionic being. I forget what his name is. He was pretty cool. And then, of course, you've got Wonder Man. <laughs> what is Wonder Man's real powers besides keeping dc from having the name wonder man yeah i have no idea yeah his just name is wonder man <laughs> so, so. I, I just remember wait, i just remember the the classic arcade game captain america the avengers where at one point wonder man flies in with his wonder car and captain america says thank you wonder man yeah <laughs> that game that game was so cheesy bad but it's so fun to play it's i mean not fun gameplay wise it's just fun to like mess around with the sound files yeah. It's, it's more of like a crappy, so bad it's good experience. Yeah, there's a good uh, review I just saw of it on uh, RetroWareTV.com. So. Yes, yes, that reviewer, she's great. And speaking of, you can check out our show on RetroWare, ElderGeek.com, iTunes, JumpmanPodcast.com, and go to our Facebook page because we're posting 
uh, effed up links every day and having funny comments. And we love when you guys post your shit on there too. They're cool. So that's right. And so, so of course I have to ask maniacs, what is your favorite Avenger and who do you want to see in the Avengers too? I mean, there's been plenty of rumors flying around and I'm pretty sure Joss Whedon has the script done, but who do you want to see? I'm pretty sure I would vote for Riddick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Riddick in the Avengers. Perfect. Riddick there in we the go. Well, you could, we could call it Riddick and the Avengers. There we go. Yeah, the Chronicles <laughs> of Riddick and those other guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool, yeah. man. All right, cool. Well, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, we'll see you next week. All right, bye. Jump man engage. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand.